Are you an enthusiastic wine drinker but sweat uncontrollably over a restaurant list from Albarino to Zweigelt? Set aside your fears, relax, and start enjoying wine without worry. Here's your host, Jameson Fink. Coming to you from the Harvest House in the Finger Lakes. Uh, this place is amazing. We have a beautiful view of Seneca Lake. Uh, it's a lively evening. We've got a bunch of winemakers over here. We're about to sit down for dinner. But before dinner, I wanted to take the chance to get to know some of my new friends here in the Finger Lakes and learn more about the region and specifically what makes it so special. Hi, my name is Aaron Roizen. I'm the winemaker at Hosmer Winery on the west side of Cayuga Lake. That's great. So what makes the Finger Lakes so special for wine? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the climate that the lakes uh, mitigate the cold weather that New York is a little more synonymously known for. Um, They have a lot of benefits in regulating the temperature, so that allows us to grow uh, vinifera varieties on the banks of the lakes in the Finger Lakes. Um, Another thing is the soil. The soil is very... um, it's very fertile, but in a way that allows grapes like Riesling and Cabernet Franc and Pinot Noir to put down deep roots, but also grow a consistent crop without um, making you know, too much uh, vegetative growth and where we find a nice balance with fruit and, and uh, the canopy. Um, and then um, I think the one thing in particular that's more of a cultural greatness of the Finger Lakes is the people's tenacity here of being grape growers in the 70s of hybrids and natives that were being sold specifically and then doing a turn and being uh, starting to plant vinifera because there wasn't a market for their grapes anymore. So I think that, that Yankee ingenuity um, is another big sort of uh, overarching uh, plot point to our story out here. Awesome. That was perfect. My name is John Martini, Anthony Road Wine Company, and I pay the bills. <laughs> and what is it about the Finger Lakes that makes it such a special and unique region for wine? Let's start with the soil. In a way, we have high lime soils, calcareous soils laid down by the glaciers. We have deep lakes that give us some protection against frost. We have just beauty, uh, you know of the hillsides and uh, we do have enough heat uh, and climate that's conducive to a certain uh, cultivars of grapes. Uh, Alsace, we got Pinot Gris, Pinot Noir, Riesling, Gewurz, Chardonnay does well, you know, Cab Franc, okay, Cab Sauvignon, we took it out of the ground, Merlot, gonna take it out of the ground. We're gonna find the grapes that grow well for us and make good wine. Fantastic. And um, what, uh, oh, let's talk, can we talk about Lemberger for a second? Um, Living in Washington State, we have Lemberger in eastern Washington, and it's certainly a lot warmer out there. So for my Lemberger fans, what is Lemberger like here in the Finger Lakes? Lemberger works well for us. We can get it ripe. It's not very tannic. It's quite fruity. It yields well. It survives the winter well enough, certainly better than, as I said earlier, Merlot and Cab Sauvignon. So we've planted more of it. We like it. We like it as a blending grape, perhaps more than as a straight Lemberger, because with our Cab Franc, the combination makes a really nice wine from our perspective. 
I'm drinking it right now and enjoying it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, my name is Jonathan Cup. I'm from Thirsty Owl Wine Company, west side of Cayuga Lake in the Finger Lakes. Uh, title president, one of the two owners. And what makes the Finger Lakes a special region for wine and to visit? Uh, to visit proximity to big cities. We're four hours from uh, most of the major population uh, centers on the East Coast. As far as the climate for growing, I would say the lakes at night, it gets a lot cooler, uh, so the fruit doesn't ripen too quickly, so you can hold your asses. You still get your fruits nice and ripe from the warm days, but at night it cools it down, so slower ripening process, I'd say. Uh, yeah, it, it, is, uh, it has gotten chilly while we're here, but it is really uh, beautiful. And what, um, what do you say are the, uh, are, are there, is Riesling the signature white grape? Uh, I think all aromatic whites can do really well here. I think Riesling is probably in the forefront because we do a lot more of that than other ones. I think Gewürztraminers are nice, Pinot Gris, Chardonnays. Uh, people are looking for wines with a little bit more acid, and we can definitely do that, get them nice and ripe, and still hold the acids as well. And at lunch today, I had, I really like the Cabernet Francs. They're very fresh, easy drinking, and I've had some nice Pinot Noir too. Would you say those are, are those grapes that you work with, or what reds do you like to showcase? I like Cabernet Franc from the region. We don't grow it at my place. Pinot Noir, we have one of the bigger plantings of Pinot Noir. I love Pinot Noir from the Finger Lakes, especially in the years where we have a little bit drier September and beginning to October, sort of like it was this year. Uh, just keeps the clean a little bit fruiter, uh, a little bit cleaner. We can always get the ripeness. It's just whether the skins can hold up. But this is a great year for that. Awesome. We'll look out for uh, aromatic whites and uh, Pinot Noir from the Finger Lakes. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Okay, awesome. awesome. Hi, this is, I'm Derek Wolver. I work for Swedish Hill Vineyards in Romulus, New York, and I'm the senior winemaker there. And Derek, what would you say uh, when you talk to people about the Finger Lakes, what makes it special as a wine region and a place to visit? What makes it special as a wine region, I think, is some of what you hear in the other room there. Uh, there's a real collegial attitude here. Uh, Finger Lakes is a, is, a, is a challenging place to grow grapes. It makes you very humble as a winemaker. It makes you humble as a, as a viticulturalist. And so I think the thing that really makes it special is how hard everybody works together to A, to make better wine, and also to make it a great place for people to come visit. That's such a great answer. Uh, we're at this Harvest House right now. There's incredible camaraderie here. We're having local cheeses and meats, and everyone's just getting together. Harvest is, the grapes are mostly wrapping up. I think there's some late harvest um, maybe some Riesling coming in, but I think almost everything is done. And uh, one of the things I love the most about the wine business is the relationships. I think that's everything, people helping each other out, people sharing wines, uh, people sharing food and sharing good times. So um, I've also asked about um, what, what, uh, what wine grapes that you work with that maybe people wouldn't associate with the Finger Lakes. Are there things you're really excited about that you want people to know, hey, we're really doing something special, you're doing something special with? I think one variety that you hear a little bit about more and more is, is Lemberger, uh, this Eastern European red variety. Uh, there's not an awful lot planted in the area, but it shows itself as, again, one of these mid-season grapes. This is important from a ripening standpoint. Very distinctive, very earthy. I think there's a, there's, there's a, a buzz about it because it's unique, because it's also something other regions don't grow. It's one that we really like making, and, and I think it's, it's one that shows itself really well with our cool climate as well. I'm really tickled to try Lemberger here because I'm from Seattle and I've lived there for 10 years and we have Lemberger in eastern Washington, but it's, I mean, it's, it's obviously super warm in eastern Washington, so it's a lot different than the one here. So I love, uh, well, I love the support on both coasts for Lemberger, but uh, it's really a treat to try more of a cool climate version that's more of a, 
sort of a, a, a lighter style, uh, more more elegant, but still has that nice uh, earthy component that I think Lemberger has. That's kind of not Pinot Noir esque, but it has that sort of that savory side, that earthy side of things that I really enjoy. Right, I agree. I think for a long time we were trying to find a place for it, and and the comparative was always saying, well, it's similar to Pinot Noir. Well, it's really not in many respects. As you said, it's got this sort of earthiness and a little bit of spice to it that is quite different from Pinot Noir. I think that's something that's, that's, that's interesting about the variety. It's very large clusters, very large berries, so it lends itself to that lighter style. There's not a lot of, of, of skin there, so the tannins used to be, are usually pretty soft. Uh, and I think that, that the fact that it, it's a variety that grows well here, um, har- is harvested early in the season, is something that really shows that it's going to be something that's going to do well here. And it's unique. It's something that we can talk about that other people don't do. Yeah. Well, let's go uh, talk about Lemberger and drink some Lemberger and have some more uh, cheese and meat. Thanks for being on the show. Jamathan, thank you very much. My pleasure. My name is Dave Breeden. I am at Sheldrake Point Winery in Ovid, New York, and my role there is head winemaker. And what is it about the Finger Lakes as, as a region to visit and for making wine that makes it so special? I mean, the primary thing is the climate, right? It's what makes it possible for us to grow the grapes we grow, and it also makes it sort of stunningly beautiful, in particular in the fall. So we've got these gorgeous deep lakes that absorb heat all summer and re-radiate it all winter, which allows us to grow vinifer grapes in a climate that would not otherwise support vinifer grapes. And they're beautiful. They're lakes. They're lakey. And they're surrounded by beautiful forests that do all the color-turning things that forests ought to do in the fall. They're doing them right now, too. It's a particularly even as wonderful we time speak. to be here. Indeed. I I have witnessed it myself. Um, So yesterday when I was at the winery, a couple things we tried that I thought were really interesting were um, the, um, were they late harvest Rieslings? No, they were Riesling Ice Wine. Riesling Ice Wine. Okay, so um, uh, explain explain what the process is. Of, ma- of picking the grapes to make ice wine so people realize what a, what a pain in the ass it is and, and, and how much they should appreciate every drop. So the process of, of making Riesling ice wine is first you go completely insane and then you leave the grapes on the vine well past the normal harvest period, which is normally October-ish, third, fourth week of October. You leave them on the vine until it's between 12 and 18 Fahrenheit at night which for us is normally early January, and you go out and you harvest them at night when it's between 12 and 18 Fahrenheit, wearing little headlamps so you can see them, and you harvest them at night because you don't want the sunlight to get on them and and start to thaw them. You harvest them frozen, you bring them to the press frozen, you put them in the press frozen, and you press them frozen. And the effect of that is to keep most of the water that makes up grape juice in the press unpressed out. It stays as ice. So you press out sort of pure, concentrated, in our case, Riesling essence. It was uh, it was amazing to taste um, both the, um, the I guess, I, I don't want to call it regular. Yes, inoculated. I'll use the inoculation word. And then the, uh, the wild ferment. And uh, I highly recommend, if you can get them, you need to get them and think about people uh, being outside, maybe knee-deep in snow in 12-degree weather with headlamps, uh, harvesting these grapes, because it's just that's just one of the things that makes the Finger Lakes special besides uh, the Riesling, the Pinot Noir, the Cabernet Franc, the Cabernet Franc Rosé. I could go on and on. So, um, all right, go out and uh, buy that 
Riesling Ice Wine. Appreciate the effort that goes into it, the Herculean effort that goes into it, and uh, enjoy both the sweet and dry wines that come from the Finger Lakes. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Wine Without Worry with Jameson Fink. Wine Without Worry is produced by Tina Knoll at Large Media. For more Wine Without Worry, head to jamesonfink.com. That's Jameson, like the whiskey. F as in for Pato. I-N as in Nebbiolo. K.com. Thank you.